2: Wizards dub in the preseason and the Queen City next on Locked On Wizards.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, Ed, the dub, starting off with a preseason win, big win tonight with the dub. <laughs> so, what were your positives with this game
0: tonight? Um, I thought the first quarter they came out with some energy. Uh, they got deflections, DeLon Wright. Um, other guys were getting deflections, getting steals. They forced eight turnovers, um, but they shot the three ball really well in the first quarter. I was excited. Uh, Chris Esprzingis hit knocked down a couple threes. Uh, Will Barton, Kuzma hit two threes, and that was one of my biggest concerns was three point shooting. I know you st- you said that you believe that they'll be better three point a better three point shooting team, and I think that comes with better point guard play, guys who move the ball, facilitate the ball. The ball didn't stink. There was didn't stick. There was good ball movement. Um, Anthony Gill starting was different for sure. And I thought he plugged and played um pretty well there starting off. Uh Will Barton knocked down the down a three, the pick and pop, with Chris Tassel was working well. Um that those were my positives. They really shot the ball well from the three-point line. I really love the deflections, and they're really getting more aggressive, getting their hands in the passing lanes. That's something that they didn't do last year, getting steals and deflections. So I thought there was a difference there for sure. But my positives from from that first quarter overall of course I love the way the young guys played Quinn Jackson Vernon Carey Jordan Goodwin being a pest getting his hands in the passing lanes getting he had four steals tonight uh Chris Apps. we'll talk about the injury later but Chris Apps, man he he looked as good as as we've talked about this this all season for him to be ranked number 86 is ridiculous I know his injuries of course an injury unfortunately happened tonight so that's a big part of why he probably is at 86 in the ESPN ranking or the, the CBS rankings and eighties. But man, when this guy is healthy, he's locked in. Look how athletic he is for a seven foot three guy, how fluid he is, how skilled, uh, had a couple dunks. Um, he was flying in for a rebound. So I was like, Oh man, he, he dove on the floor for a loose ball. And unfortunately he ends up getting hurt on, you know, kind of a, kind of a freak accident, just stepping on somebody's foot, kind of like what Corey Kispert did. Um, but those are my main t- guys were able to score without Bradley bill, without Denny, without Corey Kispert. Guys were able to step up and score. Now we'll talk about the bad, the transition defense later too, but just sticking on the positives, that's what I loved. And, and the young guys responded and bounced back because they didn't play well um, against the Warriors in that fourth quarter. I thought the young guys responded well. Some of the guys that are fighting for that second contract, the two way contract, and fighting for G League minutes, G League spots, or trying to you know may, maybe possibly make the Wizards roster. Unfortunately, with with the injuries and whatnot, we we're gonna we're probably gonna have to use some of these guys like Jordan Goodwin and Quentin Jackson and. Uh, shackle Shackle didn't play tonight, but you know, with guys being in and out of the lineup, um, uh, who knows who's gonna have to be called up. So th- those were my positive takeaways from tonight.
2: Yeah. Now, you're on point. Um, you know, the previous episode we talked about what my my keys to victory were. And look, they must have heard they must have watched the episode because I mean, look, KP showed out in the first quarter. You know, at one point he was three for three behind the arc. I mean, like you said, diving loose balls, the energy, he was, you know, he wasn't so much in the paint, you know, he operated, you know, at the top of the key a lot, but yeah, I'll take it. Uh, you know, Kuz stepped up. Again, the veteran stepped up. This is what I wanted to see. You know, Kuz, look, 15 points, five rebounds, three assists. You know, Kuz was on point. His shooting was a lot better from the previous two games. So, you know, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the Kuz and KP step up and take, a, you know, a leadership role and really – I mean, they did a thing. But like you said, you're the nail on the head. Quentin Jackson and Jordan Goodwin. Wow. I mean, they have a future. I mean, I, I see that, you know, and they have a future with this organization because the energy. Quentin Jackson got bounced. man. I don't know if you saw that dunk, but I mean, he's got yeah, some does. serious bounce. So I'm a, I was impressed with the young guys. Johnny. Hey, scoring for the first time, I mean, hey, he he had a little energy tonight. You know, he's, he really – he put some work in tonight. Defensive end, you know, he was on points. So I love what I saw from the team. Um, like um, Monte Morris had an off-night shooting. But, you know, on a positive note, the assists. You know, the, the assists were there. You know, you saw the penetration in the lane. You saw with his penetration through the lane a lot of open shooters. So, you know, we preached a lot. About this, you know, the the D uh, not the defense, the offense being more fluid, more fast. You know, he penetrated the lane and like I said, uh, so many
0: open shots. So overall, very impressed with the team tonight. Definitely. Yeah, you brought up says I didn't even bring up Rui. I think you brought up Rui, but Rui had a, had a really nice dunk. Kuz had a couple. He had a nice dunk as well. Gafford, I thought he finished well around the rim and had some good rebounds. Uh, I did want to see him play better defensively and rebound. Cause I think he let Nick Richards get the best of him at time. Same thing with sometimes Mark Williams got the best of him running the floor. They really have to work on transition defense, but you brought up assists. Um, the wizards had 29 assists tonight and that shows the ball movement and the unselfishness. And that's, that's, that's something that they, that when they thrive, when they move the basketball, they thrive when they move the basketball. And that's when they're at their best, you know, especially, you know, with Bradley Beal being, being out tonight, um, they shot 38% from the three-point line, which, you know, they were the worst three-point shooting last year in the league, and they were knocking it down. Free throws didn't get to the free throw line much. Um, definitely need to improve on rebounding, but um, defensively, I-, I love the way they they fought hard. And uh, Rui-, Rui showed it once again that he is a mid-range assassin. He was getting to his spots, knocking down those mid-range shots. Um, and, you know, we'll see if he compete- if he competes for a starting spot at the three, um, as we saw Weston Jr. kind of experimenting tonight, um, starting Anthony Gill.
2: Yeah, West has got his – you know, he's got a hard decision because, you know, on one hand, really showed why he should start. Middle Rangers don't point. He's just – he looked good tonight. You know, just overall with the preseason, he looks, he looks good. He's really making this a hard decision for West. But, you know, Will Barton, what I like from him is he can create his own shot. You know, you saw a lot of, you know, bar handling with him. And, and I mean, he's – he, you know, his ability to create his own shot – that's why I say that it makes this a really hard decision because I like both of these guys starting at the three, you know, and I mean, Koos, man, Coos showed out tonight. I mean, I'm very impressed with this win. You know, they, they really showed out in the absence of Bradley Bill and Denny being out, Corey being out. You know, they really, and like I said, and like you said, the young guys really showed out tonight. I mean, Jordan Goodwin and Quentin Jackson. I mean, that shows how much depth we've had. You know, this depth is incredible to in this team. You know, when you got guys that are fighting for two-way contracts that are playing out like this, I mean, that's death. So, yeah, overall, very impressed with the team tonight. But before we move on, tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Bill has done it again. Let me introduce you you to the new favorite. Cookie dough chuff puffs have a light and chewy texture. Real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping uh, 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Bill.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be a perfect treat. Or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. It means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So good. What's good about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. If you're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Bilt is the perfect protein bar, and it tastes better than a candy bar. Diff the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Offer. Go to Bilt.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, and get 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON14.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: So, let's get into the negatives. There's not many of them, but you know, <laughs> we got to we got to talk about it.
0: Um, definitely transition defense um looking up the fast rate points for the hornets um they had 16 fast rate points and i, I talked about this last night where the hornets were with third and fast break points they like to push the pace um that's what they want to do that's what they in Lamello ball that's what he does he gets the rebound and he looks up he's looking to throw the ball up court to their to the big or whoever's running the same thing rosier rosier gets the rebound he's looking to push dennis smith jr we know how athletic he is he's just a bouncy um guard out of nc state um you know he's been bouncing from team to team but he's just so athletic he's looking to push they got young guys that, that are looking to push and run they're a young team a young athletic team and i think they did get the best out of the wizards uh best of the wizards i think gafford he did score he had about what 15 points um he had 15 points and he had 14 points and 7 boards but you look at their bigs guys like nick, nick richards had 15 points and 8 boards and a lot of nick richards baskets Actually, all of his baskets were really hustle baskets, running baskets. It's not like he was posting up and scoring. All Nick Richards' baskets were either offensive rebounds, put-back dunks, um, easy layups, easy – Just it was just too easy for these guys. Not a lot of resistance. Same thing with Mark Williams, their backup rookie big man out of Duke. When he came in, same thing. He just ran the floor um, and got e- easy dunks or easy layups. And that's, that's something that we have to cut down on. We are too athletic. We are too young. To let stuff like that happen gafford is too young and athletic to not get back on defense and it wasn't just him it was other guys too that played a part in this so that's something that, that west really has to harp on um going forward before they play the i want to say the knicks on friday their next preseason game um uh, and also another negative to me too was the defensive side of the bowl i thought at some points you know Rozier was getting he was getting some baskets he's just a tough cover LaMelo Ball is just a tough cover. These are guys that can really break you down one-on-one, in-and-outs, crossovers, all kinds of things. Th- this ha- We struggled against the Hornets last year because this because we couldn't stay in front of LaMelo Ball. We couldn't stay in front of Terry Rozier. Rozier did the sham guy move last year on the Wizards. Um, it was cooking the Wizards. Rozier had 24 points. LaMelo struggled tonight, two for 10. He had an ankle injury to look like tonight, too. Um, and uh, same, thing, same thing with Booknight. We struggled to stay in front of Booknight a little bit tonight, too um but yeah those, those are the things they just got to clean that up defensively on, on the defensive side of the ball getting back on deep they let leangelo ball score tonight too um so they, they got to get back on defense they just have to
2: now you hit the nail on the head transition defense was atrocious tonight and you know you know second thing on defense setting up the defense was sloppy you mm-hmm. know guys were you know kind of point out their assignments late and then mm-hmm. you know you know, letting the center get past your defense is kind of you know, like, you know, what are we doing? You know, because you know, like you said, Nick Richards was getting whatever he wanted on the transition.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I know what, Gert- I know Gortat is not Gortad is not gonna be happy about this. <laughs> oh,
2: absolutely <laughs> not. You know, there there was one play, uh second quarter where Nick Richards got there and got an and one. You know, so that mm-hmm. was a big moment in the second quarter for me. But you know, yeah, we gotta clean up the defense on transition. You know, when we go against these faster teams, they're gonna blow us out because you know, transition D is, is, is essential. And uh, another negative rebounding. Wow. Rebounding. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they, they all rebounded us. And it was just, you know, the players that I looked at, you know, Rui, that was the one negative about Rui rebounding. You know, he, I know he got seven rebounds, but there was a few rebounds, especially in the second, uh, second half where it was just, you know, I thought he should have got them. Mm. Uh, Gaff, same with Gaff, you know, they got to get better with boxing out. You know, we're talking about the bare minimum when it comes to basketball, boxing out. You know, they got to get better with the with the basics. You know, boxing out was atrocious. You know, um, was it, JT Thor. You know, a few times he go through the lane, got a rebound. You know, they, they got to do a lot better with box out. But overall, I'm very impressed with the team. You know, coming back home from Japan, you know, being without a lot of guys, you know, Corey's out, Denny's out, Brad is out. You know, these young guys stepped up. Kuz and KP stepped up. You know, it's very unfortunate that KP went down with the injury. Sure. Hopefully it's not long term. You know, an- you know, ankle again is like <laughs> parts of the leg, you know, it's it's really shaky to tell. You know, high ankle sprains can be 46 weeks or plus. So, you know, hopefully it's on the short term. But you know, he, you know, before he went down, KP was very impressive. I mean, look, at one point he's three from three from behind the arc. You know, he his playmaking, you know, he was playmaking a little bit. I, I mean, mean, KP looked impressive. You know he just he showed why you know he should get a lot of respect on his name. You know, ESPN should be ashamed of themselves, they should. <laughs> I mean, because he showed out at night. I mean, Coos, you know, he didn't shoot very well in Japan, but you know, come you know, going to Charlotte, he, he looked good. I mean, I mean, the jump shot was rolling, and Rui, like you said, 15 points, three boards. I mean, Rui, should, this is a hard decision, you know, because on one hand, you want to start Rui, the athleticism's there. You Know the dunk, you know, we mentioned the dunk, but in the second hand, you know, Will Barton he showed that he, you know, he, you know, it's just a tough decision for West. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, if you had to go right now, if the season started tomorrow and you had to choose between Rui and Will Barton, which way would you go?
0: It's tough. I mean, Will Barton he showed the isolation score that he, he can beat. You know, he had a, a nice step back jumper as well and had a really nice pass to Daniel Gafford. Um, and he, he had a three as well tonight too. So I mean, he, he's just a seasoned veteran. That's that's a winner. Has six six assists tonight. Monte Morris has seven assists tonight. He Monte Morris went zero for tonight. He was zero for eight, but he was able to impact the game in other ways. I'm, I'm gonna get to your question too, uh, but I just wanted to point that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's they're making it tough for West right now. Of course, Denny is out of the equation because of the injury. Um, Corey is out of the equation because of his injury as well. Um, so it's really between Rui and Will and. Right now, um, I I probably go with Rui to be honest because I, I just like I like Rui starting and him being aggressive. The way he was aggressive tonight, I love that. I love the way he was in Japan too, and I like having him and and Kuz out there, two guys who can switch at the three and the four, um, and be interchangeable and just have long wingspans, um, and, and the athleticism from Rui. Um, and Rui started before too, and he, he's done a good job starting his rookie and sophomore year. Um, Barton, I just like his fit coming off the bench, but I understand if he starts too because. The guy can play, man. He can knock down threes, and he can really play, make, And he can play above the rim at times, too. So um I think he would be a fine starter as well. I have no problem with him starting, um, getting to see him in, in these last couple of games. Um, But, yeah, through Wes's eyes, I think Will's going to start. I think Wes already has that set in his mind. Will Barton started at the three. But I would have Rui at the three, and then I think Will would really help this bench unit because the bench unit, they need self-creation. They don't have a lot of guys that can create a shot for themselves. And I think Will would definitely thrive with the bench unit, him and Gaff playing together. Um, and Will will could average 13 to 14, 15 points off the bench and be in the conversation for be a six man of the year candidate, at least get some votes.
2: Absolutely. You know, you hit the nail on the head. You know, it, it's a tough decision because I think in this season going on, I think eventually Will Barton's going to be a six man because really just so much potential three-level score, I mean, you just he's showing out this, this preseason. Mm-hmm. It's what you want to see from Rui. He's really, to me, he's got to be a front-runner for the starting position at the three. You know, because, I, I mean, obviously, Kuzma has got the four, so, you know, naturally, you know, Rui, you could slide Rui right into the three, but I'm very impressed. <laughs> I mean, this is a good win for us. You know, I know it's preseason, you know, you don't want to get too mad, <laughs> you know, it's preseason, but, you know, when you see your team, you know, play, I mean, the passing, you know, the, the you know, we were passing. I mean, when you see a team really playing well, you get happy, whether it's preseason or not. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, you know, they were passing well. They It's really good team basketball. And that's what I want to see from the team because when you deal with injuries, you know, like you said, Brad Bill was out. So, he responded to that. And the same with, you know, KP going out. You know, you would think that, you know, past teams, if Brad went out and, and if we had a KP, you know, past teams, if we had two-star players going out, very often not, we're losing that game. You know what I mean? It's not with this team. You know, it's, it's that mentality of next man up. You know, the young guys came out tonight, so this is a, this team culture shows. You know, this this summer when they did the mini camp in LA, it shows the teamwork, the chemistry. It shows, and that's why I'm very optimistic about the team going forward. You know, first glance you look at this team, it's like you know it's the playing team, but I really am a big believer that if this team is running on all engines and everybody's doing the job, this can be a playoff team. So, I mean, you know, what do you think? Based off the performance tonight, you know, do you think they look more like a playoff team or do you – are the expectations still hovered around the 8 to the 10 spot for you?
0: Yeah, it's just so hard to tell because we have so many guys out, especially with Brad being out. Um, Porzingis not playing in the second half. Um, Corey being out, Denny being out, it's very hard to tell. And the Hornets, they are a measuring stick because they are going to be in that same playing range as us. Um, I thought the first quarter they looked really good, but the second quarter – um, the Hornets did come back. They went on a they went on a comeback. They took the lead at one point in the in the second quarter. Um, so that that was you know that was disappointing, underwhelming there that second quarter. But I love the first quarter. of The ball movement, the way they were knocking down threes. Porzingis just looked healthy, looked really good. He was dominating. Um, so I do see a team that can make the playoffs. It's just health, man. And you saw it. Health, health. You know, health concerns reared its ugly, ugly face and ugly head in this game. And Chris Tapp's is the big question mark. How many games are you going to get from him? That's that's really going to decide this season. How many games are you getting from Chris Taps, How many games are you get for Brad? I know it's, that's the easy take to say health. I took the easy way out, but um, yeah, I, I can see this team. I can see this team, you know, beating out the Hornets and the other possibly leapfrogging the Bulls. I can see them having a better record than the Bulls. There, they would be have to be neck and neck with the Hawks and the Cavs and some. Of, it's just the East is just ridiculous. The Raptors as well. But I, I do see this team making the play-in and possibly making the playoffs. I, I do see that. But like I said, it's health is just such a huge thing for Chris Stapps. And um, Bradley Bill as well, man. So, um, But I, I love what I saw. I think they, they definitely are a better team from last year. But like I said, the East is just a bear, man. They they are. Just, just, it's not the East from two years ago. Um, so it, it's just going to be tough on that, on that part.
2: No, I agree. You know, the the East is a beast. I mean, you know, I you know, I ain't trying to rap, but mm. you know, the, the East ain't no joke. You know, this this, is, this is, you know, like we, we talked about a couple episodes ago. You know, the West ruled for a long time, but you know, now the East is is the dominant conference. And but the reason I'm so optimistic is this. You know, there's nothing against you know um, Spencer Didwitty. but Spencer Dinwiddie <laughs> was not a distributing point guard. You know, he was a he was a scoring combo guard. You know, so if he wasn't scoring, you know, he he was just he was out of his game. With Monte, you know, he didn't shoot the ball very well tonight, but the assist numbers are up. That's what I want to see. You know, that that is a quality distributing first point guard. You know, if if he if this shot is not hitting that night, at least he's you know he's distributing the ball. So now Monte got he still gets plus points for me because he still showed that point guard that we need for this team. You know, and, and I mean, Will Barton—he—he he, he was shooting well tonight. It's just—it's this is the tough decisions. Do you want in the organization? You mm-hmm. know, the death is crazy right now, and it's just really—I mean, just man, this this is good win. We needed this win.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were times in the in the second half where they had Kuzma bringing the ball, up where he was penetrating and initiating offense. But we're gonna we're gonna get to the comments. I see there's 42 people in the chat. We're gonna get to that next. But before we do, this brought to you by Prize Picks. Um, it's real easy. You you do over, you can do over unders for football, but it's, it's very easy to use. Um, tonight, you know, I was I was taking Kyle Kuzma whether he would score more than ten points or not. Um, I hit the over on that. Um, it's very it's very easy to use. So this is how it works: you pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than their prize based projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. No competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections available. Pricebricks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NF, NFL, MLB, college football, men's college basketball, even cricket and more. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. Is that easy? Safe and fast. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over thirty states and Canada. Download the Pricebricks app or go to Pricebricks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on if you deposit $100 PriceSpace will give you $100 if you deposit $50 price will give you $50 don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 make sure you guys don't miss out
1: the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Um, And then one more note before we get to um, the comment section, Um, Johnny Davis this was his best game by far. I think it was his best game, uh, uh, summer league included. I thought he looked more calm. He didn't play a lot of minutes. Um, like I said before, Isaiah Todd didn't play. Todd Gibson didn't play. Jordan Shackle didn't play. Maker Maker didn't play. Those were some of the guys that that were suited up but still didn't play. I do think Johnny Davis could have got more minutes. I did want to see him play more. Um, I wanted to see him play more in the fourth quarter, but, of course, they had to get Quentin Jackson and, some, and Jordan Goodwin and some other guys. Um, uh, Devin Dotson played. Uh, they they had to get some other guys give some other guys some some good minutes like I said Vernon Carey had a nice and one as well, um, Delon Wright had ten points, um, but I, I do I did want to see Johnny play a little bit more, uh, but he had four points was a plus six and a plus minus box box one block one assist I did see the block that was a nice block I want to say it was on book night, um, but this was his best game it was and I want to see more he had a nice backdoor cut nice floater where he looked under control, um, I like what I saw from the young man this was his best game by far you know it's. Is it a low bar? Sure, it is, but I saw improvements, and that's all we want to see from Johnny Davis.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, you know, it's just baby steps, you know. So, but I mean he showed out. I mean, he he, he improved, you know, it's a small show out, but he showed out a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, he you know, he looked better, and that's what you want to see. You know, the first points, you know, you could you can see the, the confidence at that that first basket. You know, so, no, nah, very impressed. Very impressed with what I saw from Johnny Davis. But we can get into some of these comments. We're going to start out with any man. KP and Coos were draining threes left and right, especially in the first quarter. Absolutely. Um, that first quarter, I mean, we were rolling. I think we were up by, what, 13, 15 points in the first quarter. Coos mm-hmm. um, and KP, just the, the ball movement. I, the big reason why those two were very open tonight is the ball movement. You saw that team basketball you know, the ball movement was impeccable, you know, it, it was, it was on point. So I think, you know, going forward, you know, the fact that we had good ball movement and Brad is out, Denny's out and Corey's out shows that how deep the team is. And when this team is operating in full engine, man, I'm, this is a
0: dangerous team. What do you think? Ed? Um, same thing piggyback off, off of you, which you said, I mean, KP and Cruz were knocking down threes. Barton was included. Um, that's that's one of my bigger concerns we, we were they were dead last and three-pointers made last year bottom five and three-point percentage so uh that's something that i want to see them improve on i think they improved on that in the second half of last year once again it brings up just better point guard play where the ball is moving we're not getting any grenade shots uh at the end of the shot clock these are shots within the flow of the offense um they struggled to knock down threes against the warriors but um they were knocking it down tonight that's the thing about having chris Stapps out there too he's a guy that can space the floor and knock down three. So um, yeah, I, I like what I saw from, from those guys tonight.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this was a good team win, you know, a lot of people stepped up tonight. So especially Kuz and KP, you know, we said last episode, you know, one of the keys to victory was those two stepping up and taking the leadership role tonight. And they did that. So all right, next comment. This is from my dude Uptown Dre. He says West could match up Barton and Rui two game, depending on their opponent. But you don't want to miss the chemistry with one guy's playing extremely well. Totally agree. You know, there's a lot of guys who can play multiple positions. And with Barton and Rui, you know, you could easily see how you know you mix mix and match depending on the, the opponent. You know, one game can be really one game can be Martin and that or Barton Martin Barton. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it shows how deep this team is and how and how' it's, it's good to have so many guys that play multiple positions. So, I mean, absolutely. You know, I can you could easily see both of these guys starting half the games of the year. What do you think of Um,
0: definitely. I mean, e- either one could start. It's just, it's more about who finishes too rather than who starts. But um, yeah, either one could start. I'd be fine with either one to start. I, I, but like I said, I would prefer Rui to start and Barton come off the bench because I think Barton can really dominate um, off with that bench unit, just be a microwave scorer, facilitator. Can, he, he, he really can initiate offense. He's a guy that really can score and can really fill it up and really make it easier for guys and, and spoon feed guys or assist gaff or lobs. I, I, I like to connect. He said in the press conference, too, before the season started, he said, I'm looking forward to play with Big Gaff and, um, you saw that for sure. So shout out to Uptown Dre. Um, he's he's a longtime subscriber and definitely listens all the time. Um, but yeah, quickly going through some of the comments. To Andy Man said the shooting. Also love the aggressiveness. We talked about that with Rui. I love his ag- aggressiveness as well. I want to see. I want to see more of that from him. That's that's the big question mark. Is the consistent aggressiveness aggressiveness from Rui?
2: Absolutely. I mean, when when he's an aggressive aggressive scorer, he's dangerous. He his mid range is dangerous. I mean, I I love what I see from Rui. I'm very excited because this is what the, this is the Rui that I've been waiting for. You know, when he's on his game, I mean, he's just he's an impressive scorer. You know, you know, defense has been his only negative, and that's another thing I want to bring up tonight. You know, watching the game tonight, you know, he was coming at shooters. You know, he's getting shooters' faces. You know, he was covering that ground fast. You show the improvement on the defensive end with Rui. You know, you, you know, years past, he, he wouldn't rush shooters. You know, he was very hesitant to go at the perimeter. You know, that you know tonight he was getting people's face. You know, he was, you know, I love what I see from him. I would love to see him, you know, start. It's just this is a hard situation. This is something that it, it's weird because I don't, you know, you remember a couple years ago, we didn't have enough people. You know, now the last couple of years, we got too many people. And, it's, you know, it's, it's just a, a good problem to have in this organization because and it goes to Tommy Seppert. You know, taking those contracts of Wall and Westbrook and turning into so much depth, you got to look at with with Tommy. I mean, that's the part that I love from the GM, you know, the GM office in the team because now we have a problem, you know, we have a good problem where we have too many guys to a start. And now West can really get into his, play, his um his rotations and really look at the opponents now, you know, years past, you know, I mean, second year from West, but you know, under Scotty Brooks, you know, you know, we didn't have enough players. You know, it was just, you didn't really have the game plan because you only had so many guys, but now you have so many guys you can play multiple positions. It's just, I'm excited. I'm
0: (laughs) yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know you're bringing the heat. You're bringing the energy, man. Preseason. You bringing it. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a good problem to have until it becomes a problem. Last year, it did become a problem. A lot of guys, you know, one one touches and more minutes. And, of course, we had a couple of altercations in the locker room and whatnot, so um, it, it became a problem last year. But I think this this group of guys is different. Uh, Wes just has to find his rotation, whether it's a nine-man rotation, whether it's a 10-man rotation. We had a lot of injuries last year, too. Rui coming back from personal reasons. Thomas Bryant coming back from an ACL injury. So there's just a lot of factors and a lot of unknown pieces coming back Um, from injury and other other factors last year so this year um we'll see what happens hopefully chris taps the injury is 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 not too long hopefully it's not out too long same thing with brad exited safety protocol so he should be back soon as well ready for the season denny you know his status hopefully he's back for the regular for the first game of the regular season um but yeah like i said it's a it's a good problem until it becomes a problem so you know i I just think i think the guys are a better fit though chemistry wise I, i think that's huge so um, Uptown Dre says Q with the dunks has bouncing. Yeah, that that dunk that didn't count. That and we need more athletes. We need more athletes.
2: He got some serious bounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I>
0: mean,
2: <laughs> that was the greatest dunk that didn't count. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean he's got some bounce. I mean we called it. You know, Clint Jackson. You know. We, we call that, you know. Mm. It just shows how deep this team is. I mean, when you got guys that play on the go-go that are are this explosive, that shows how much we, depth we have. So, um, yeah, I love what I see. You know, I love what I see from the team. You know, this is a first of – you know, like I said, this is preseason, but you like to see team basketball with this team. This is a good quality win. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Appreciate everybody watching tonight. Now, the next – um. Another sponsor tonight is Flex, the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview. So thanks again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now for your second listen. Go check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022. A sixth episode of Stravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey are and one Ultimate NBA Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro NBA Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app. YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So everybody, like, like I said, the Dove tonight, everybody, <laughs> have a good Thank one. You. See you again. Peace. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.